Ask the Podcast Coach for August 21st, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means, hey, it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Com. And joining me right over there with, do I dare say, a pretty cool Star Wars shirt, if I do say so myself, uh, that is Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Stay on target is our focus today. Ah. So hopefully we can, I don't know if we can stay on target. Big thanks to Glenn, uh, Glenn Hebert, who joined us last week. It was kind of fun. It was, uh, it was fun to have him on there. The fun thing was... When I mix that down, and this is where you can definitely find yourself listening through the ears of a podcaster. If you have somebody in the same room with you, which I've had, not had in many years it's been since somebody's been in the same studio with me, you want to have, at bare minimum, the microphones pointing in the opposite direction. Yeah, you really do. And it wasn't a huge phase issue, but I did notice as I was listening back to it, because I remember you saying, hey, like, can you get a little, like, there's something going on there. And what it was is I would listen, and it would just kind of take the bass out of everybody. And I was like, do we have a phase issue? And so where, and you could see where Glenn had really bled into my track. And I was like, huh. So I went over, and where Glenn was talking, I, like, cut my track off. So you'd have these spots where Glenn talked and there's nothing for Dave. And, and as soon as I did that, it just sounded, I'm going to say 8% better. So it wasn't a huge difference, but I was like, it does sound, I'm like, huh? Okay. And I tried to do noise gates and all sorts of other fun stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to be that big a deal. But uh, yeah. So if you have somebody in the room with you, it's cool. And this is where the roadcaster comes in handy. And I don't, if I was, again, if I was smart, I would have turned Glenn's noise gate on. That would have cut down a lot of the bleed, um, some of it at least. Could have introduced new problems yeah. in there. But um, I should have listen. I should have caught that early and had you turn the mics the opposite way from each other. Yeah. I mean, in pre, we we tried to work out a few things there and yeah. get some things done, and then never fails. As soon as you go live, like everything changes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Yeah. But we we got through it. Big thanks to Glenn. Yeah, it was uh, uh, it. was awesome. And then we went uh, bike riding. And it was really, it's, it's interesting because Glenn was telling me how cool electric bikes are and they are very cool. As long as your main like goal of bike riding isn't exercise. Cause it's kind of, it's weird. You, you were like pedaling, like you're in first gear, but you're doing like 20 miles an hour. It's like, wow, great. I like this them. is awesome. So I like him. You go fast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, just electric assist. So it's just, yeah. It's, electric uh, assist. Like, and I, but I got done and we'd, we'd gone about 10 miles and I'm like, I'm not sweating. That seems very weird. Hey, you don't have to sweat every time you're on a bike. Okay. <laughs> you, you can just enjoy the ride, yeah. you know? So speaking of a good assist, I need a little coffee assist. Can we do need me? a little coffee. Yes. Yeah, can so, you help me out a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Yeah. That, uh, that poor course is brought to you by our good buddy, Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need a logo, if you need artwork, if you need a website, if you need a lead magnet, if you need anything to look really, really good, you got to go check out Mark. Not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster, which is even better because you don't have to explain that whole nine yards. And uh, it's been interesting because I've 
had a few people contact me and go, what's this? Because I keep saying podcastbranding.co, podcastbranding.co, podcastbranding.co. And it's okay. You can email me and go, who's that guy again you talk about? Because I will say podcastbranding.co. But I had somebody this week like, hey, my website's a disaster. I'm like, you know who can help with that? podcastbranding.co. So again, whatever you need, if you want it to look professional, go over and check out Mark over at podcastbranding.co. That makes you laugh every time. It does. (laughs) And uh, of course, Jim is drinking out of a very fine mug there. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Dan over at Based on a True Story Podcast dot com. Uh, of course, you know they cover. If you've you've ever watched that movie where you're like, you know, it's based on a true story, but how true is it really? And so Dan interviews the experts. I reached out to Dan because um, he's a Patreon guy. I reached out yeah. to Dan and said, "Hey, you want to come on Home Gadget Geeks and talk about this?" And he said, "Yeah, I'd be interested in doing that." So we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're we're gonna have him on here in a, in a month or two. But based on a true story podcast.com if you want to check that out if you like those kinds of things big thank to big thanks to dan for uh for sponsoring that appreciate it absolutely i want to uh congratulate matthew donald i was out in the facebook groups uh this morning kind of looking around and he said uh i got my first review on apple podcast from someone i don't know um they reviewed my show and it's negative yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. he yeah. says, I'm a bit bummed out, but hey, all the reviews from people I do know are positive, to which I want to say, are we noticing a trend there? Um, and this is just part of the industry. What do you all do to cope when this happens to your own shows? And I'm waiting to to see what he says, but I put, did you get any feedback from anyone who you're not related to and he didn't grow up with? Before you went public, I, I really think that's a good strategy uh, unless you don't care. And that is that is an option, by the way. You can just say, look, I'm doing this. I don't care. So uh, but I noticed it's like, hey, everybody that I know likes my show. And I'm like, yeah, because people, you know, aren't going to go, hey, you know what, Steve? Mm, I think this needs work. I think I don't know. What do you think, Jim? Well, I think most people need work. (laughs) Like, I think we're a lot better, especially early in the podcast. I think we're a lot worse than we think we are. Like, you get into this, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, and, you know, and we all have that soft side to us. Nobody nobody likes to be told what they're doing is terrible. You, You pour your heart and soul into this thing. But let's just, okay, can we just have an honest moment for, you know, for a minute? It's pretty terrible. So, yeah. it, it, especially the early ones, you just don't, you know, you just don't have the practice. You don't have the rhythm. You don't, there's a lot of things there. So take that negative criticism and say, okay, what, what can I change to make it better? What kind of things do I need to work on? I think podcasting is a skill that needs investment <clears throat> into it. So, yeah, I, I, I think take those negative. In fact, they may be beneficial to you. I, I remember I was doing way back in the day when I first started doing this and I started like eight podcasts, you know, because you do that, right? You're like, hey, one is great. Ten right. would be even better, right? So I did one called Fitness Tech and I just wanted to get the thing recorded. So I brought my work laptop in and we hit play and I, rec- I had a guest in the room with me and we did it off the work laptop and I published that thing and I got some feedback from somebody Gallup that I work with said, don't ever do that again. Like that was <laughs> terrible. 
and I went back and listened to it and I was like, yeah, he's right. You know, it was awful. Like it was hard to listen to. It was, you know, it just wasn't, could we have done better? Sure. We could have done better. It actually motivated me to talk with our audio guys at Gallup and say, Hey, do you guys have some microphones I could borrow at work that we could sell? Oh, and they were like, yeah, I'd love to set this up for you. So they set me up a makeshift studio with SM 58s and help me record it. And guess what? Our audio got better, Dave. Imagine that, right? So you got to kind of get through that criticism. It's okay, especially early. Right. Take it for what it is. Make some changes. You'll be better for it. Yeah. it's. I mean, if last week had been our first episode, I would have said, oh, you know what? On episode two, we're going to point our microphones in a different direction, right? There's going to be something that you go, oh, I didn't realize that was annoying, or I didn't realize... I did this or yeah, we do it completely different. What neat if, if now knowing what we know, if, if Glenn was there this week, we would have done a completely different setup this week. Yeah. Like it would have been like, okay, that didn't work. There were some issues. It was fine. Like it was okay. Right. It worked. Well, and we also, but, we also know, cause uh, I think this is still happening. Are you, are you still going to end up in Boston this year? I'm I'm hoping so. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, so we'll know. Like I think we hopped on 15 minutes beforehand. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should have jumped on a little earlier. That's that's on me. It was like ah, we got this. Yeah, you know, that would have been, um, been a good idea. Well, and now that I know, like I should have said some things. I know not to point those those <laughs> microphones at each other. Like I should have made you turn them. You know, like hey, can we can we get them opposite of each other? I should right. I should have known that. Like it's just it's Saturday morning. Yeah, I hadn't had coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel's got a great uh, comment here. Sharing uh, a negative review uh, is a great way to get more positive reviews. That's it. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, you know, it's that's how you learn. That's how you you know go from Dave, one to the you next. Have examples of people turning negative reviews into T-shirts, yeah. right? I mean, right? Yeah, there was. Um, it was some LGBTQ and sometimes Y show. Um, where or plus or yeah, plus, or plus yeah yeah and uh, somebody had written like and it was pretty offensive it was like stupid blank or whatever it was and they just loved it and they took a screenshot of the of the iTunes review with the one star and they put it on a t shirt people were like that's right that's me I own it that's what I do and f you um which hey, I'm is, a star I'm literally a star yeah, one that's it. <laughs> Yeah. So um, the other thing I would say to do is I know in Gmail, I have, I think they're tags or folders or something, a way you can organize things. And if somebody sends in something and it's like, wow, that was really nice to say, I will save that because there are going to be days when you're, you get the whole, you suck kind of email or whatever you get your one star review and just go back to that other folder and like, okay, that person doesn't appreciate my art. And yeah. doesn't appreciate my art, man. And I'm going to go look at these people who do. So it's, um, but I would recommend that you get somebody who's not related to you to listen to your show. That's always a good thing. So, yeah, no. And those, the, those can be good. I mean, take a deep breath when they happen. Yeah. Take it, take a deep breath and think about it for a second. You know, those maybe are ones you don't respond to right away. I have to do this at work all the time. You know, we get uh, for the, the company that I work for sometimes gets negative press for things and or someone writes an article that's negative in some way, whatever. OK, it happens. Um, and I just got one yesterday and I went into Facebook and typed a response and then deleted it. And then I went in and typed another one and then I deleted it. Right. And I was just like, OK, now I and I and, and I was uh, chatting with one of our senior scientists about it. And he's like, 
yeah, just don't, you're, you're giving it credibility just sometimes just by responding to some of those kinds of things. So yeah, those two, like, just take a second, step back, take a deep breath, think about it. Maybe, maybe contact somebody, uh, a friend and say, Hey, I got this negative review. It, it, is there, is there some truth? Yeah. Is there some truth to it? Right. And, and that often helps your friend and say, well, <laughs> been meaning to talk to you about, about that, that. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, 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 again, take a deep breath. Don't, don't. So often we're used to this instant fire back culture where we just fire back without, yeah. you know, calming in a, in a calm, you know, slow it down, friends, slow it down. Yeah. Um, Mystic Max says, I have friends that tell me the truth. Hey, your podcasts, I think you meant suck or stuck. I don't know, but it's something with an uck at the end there. Yes. And that's kind of the feedback. You, I, I mean, if they say it's broken, that's not really helpful. If you can tell me where it's broken so I can maybe fix it. Yeah. You know, that's why it was like constructive feedback. If they say, that's ah, a little too long. I kind of got bored in the middle of the interview when you guys were talking about this. That's perfect kind of feedback. That's actually helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we've turned on home server show, which is pod faded at this point, but we turned this and I've said it here before this idea of congratulatory backslapping. You know, we did this right. congratulations show. We've turned that. I mean, now I think about that every hundred, you know, we just celebrated 500 last week on Home Gadget Geeks. And I made it a regular show because of the feedback that I got. Jeez, that was 10 years ago, right? That we got that that feedback. So it can't, I think it can be helpful. Just breathe through it. Take a deep breath. Breathe through it. Yeah. And then uh, Stefan says, uh, a bad news a bad news is shared more than something positive. But what the thing that I, I, I first saw that, what I, think about is it's hilarious how most of us couldn't quote our first one-star review, uh, a really bad podcast for a really bad or a really bad commercial for a really bad product. I think is what it was. Something like that. We can remember our one-star review and you're like, great. Now quote me a five-star review and we can't like, we just, we, it's like, Oh cool. Yay. But it doesn't, it's the ones that stick with us. And then we stab our, we stab ourselves over and over with that same knife. It's like, no, put it down. It's one person. You know, um, Coach Dave says, Gallup got super positive commentary from my new business partners this past week. We build a new company and used uh, CS as we, and Jim, you can fill in what CS is. That's Clifton Strengths. That's uh, Clifton Strengths. As we do, it's the cool, the the cool kids call it CS. The cool kids. That's it. That's it. (laughs) As we determine our executive board to support. There were wow moments. So. Woo! It's always good to hear, you know, in in not in not your job that your job is doing good things. So, so Coach Dave, thanks for thanks for saying that as well. Yeah. In in my role, Dave, as community manager, and that's I really what think podcast podcasters are. They're community managers. I just they're community managers of the topic that you're trying to cover or the product that you're covering or whatever. You become kind of community manager. You really got to have some thick skin in this role. The bigger the community. The thicker oh, you're, you know, you, you, you just need to know like, Hey, it's gonna happen. You're going to get blasted. You're going to get people who use inflammatory words. You're going to get, it's going to happen. You just, it, so, so I, I watch this time and time again, so many podcasters, they crave this influence. And then when they get it, they realize, Oh, this isn't like, I think people think it's fun and Nirvana and like it's rainbows and fairy dust. And everybody knows me. Look at me. It's like, (laughs) look at me. And they're like, yeah, they know you so much. They're watching everything you do and say every time you do it. Right. 
and you can always see those. I think you can always see those those folks in media when that moment happens, like they're all out there trying to influence, and then somebody calls them out for something, and they're like, "Wait a minute, I'm a person, and you know, I'm I'm a I have you know I have a private life," and I'm like, "Well, no, actually, you really don't. Like, you yeah. put yourself out there." to do that. So, you know, they, there's that moment for some of them where they start fighting it. So it looks like we've got uh, somebody in clubhouse. Yeah. The one and only Chris Nessie has joined us over at clubhouse. Nice. So uh, if you're on clubhouse, you can raise your hand. If you're watching us live on YouTube at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, you can just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. So Chris, buddy, how are you? Hey, what's going on guys? Good. How are hey, you? Chris. I'm doing good. I know you're talking about one thing, but I, I I wanted to come on because I wanted to to thank you guys for inspiring me. Okay, what did we do? Each week, you guys, when you do the the coffee pour and you talk about the the sponsor page, because I know on this, I believe on this podcast, Dave, you are using um, Pod Page, correct? I am, and you inspired me to create my own sponsor page using that feature. So I went out and I looked at you know, all the different, you know, education sites and different things that I use Mm -hmm. where I've got affiliate relationships. And I took the time to get the logos, get all the links together and make that nice page. And, um, in my recent episode, talk to my audience about, Hey, you know, if you go to this one page, you can help support the show and get things you might be interested in. These are all things that I use. So, um, after hearing you talk about it, it inspired me to go and make that for myself. There you go. And is this at chrisnessy.com or a different Yes, site? chrisnessy.com slash sponsors. Oh, there we go. So here he's got Lipson, PodPage, StreamYard, Hover, Domain, all these different places. And, of oh, course, nice. those are all going to be affiliate links. And the other thing, and I just learned this one, is if you there's an integration in PodPage. And if you put in your Buy Me a Coffee because PodPage will, if you turn it on, will put a little voicemail. Actually, he has it right here on the side. We'll put a little voicemail there on the side. And uh, if you put in the buy me a coffee, like your username, you'll notice Chris has one in the bottom left-hand corner. So you are now nice. unmuted, Chris, uh, just I so you know. Go. Chris, that's a good idea. I, I, I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that this week for Home Gadget Geeks, uh, create that page. That's a really good idea. Well, if you want it, speaking of PodPage, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash PodPage, uh, that will take you over there, and you can use that for free. And, of course, if you need a banner or some artwork for that, you can always go see Mark at podcastbranding.co and get the best of both worlds. But uh, very cool. What we're, Jim, we're inspiring. There you go. Who knew? Uh, it's great to be uh, inspiring, I think. Chris, thanks for thanks for jumping in and, and um, letting us know that you're doing that. That's a good – it's another good reason to be over at PodPage, I think. So good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, so thank you guys. And again, for anybody who's not at Pod Page, Jim, like you're going to do, go make the page. I mean, yeah, maybe take an hour yeah. to do it, and then you've got yeah. it, and it's super easy. So, thanks, guys. Yeah, right yeah. on, we'll right on, Chris. You. Take care, man. Hey, this is Future Dave. You want to go to schoolofpodcasting.com/slash try pod page because there are competitors that are very similarly named and what happens is if you google it you might end up at the wrong service so schoolofpodcasting.com slash try pod page craig had asked a question about podia and um podia is a kind of kajabi light it does the um 
oh, it does your email. You can sell courses. You can do lead magnets. It does everything. It's kind of like Kajabi, only it's much, 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 much less. And I was torn between Kajabi and Kajabi. I was torn between Podia and Teachable. And I am, I, I, what I've been doing is updating the school of podcasting. So like the, if you took the planning your podcast course a year ago and looked at it now, the content is primarily the same. I actually combined some tutorials into like, I took three and put them into one because it was basically the same content. But I have a friend of mine that we're both kind of working together and he uses teachable and I'm starting to see some of the features of teachable. And I'm like, Hmm, I know teachable is more than Podia, but I haven't, mm, it's driving it for the record it's driving me nuts. And one of the things I'm taking vacation next week uh, from Libsyn and I'm actually going to be whipping through a lot of tutorials uh, with this whole new stream deck thing. It makes making videos super, I'm super quick now. So I like that. And what I want to do is I'm going to sign up for, I think they have a seven day trial at Podia and I'm going to go into the back end and really look at this. But right now I'm, I'm pretty much team teachable. It's about 65, 35, unless I go into Podia. Cause it's like, you know, it's Podia is great. And yeah, it's going to save me probably $30 a month if I were to use Podia, but there's some really cool stuff in teachable, especially I might be switching how I charge for the school of podcasting that comes into that. So um, will you, would you advise against Thinkific for first time course creator? Here's the thing that I, why I'm, and it's so sounds so silly, but I feel like I was lied to by Thinkific. And so it's a principal thing because it says on their front page, unlimited students, here's your monthly price. And then I found out when I started making, I have a free course for pod page. If you go to school of podcasting.com slash try pod page for the record right now, it is outdated because <laughs> Brendan keeps updating the website. Um, but a bunch of people signed up for that. And I went over a certain threshold and they're like, oh, everything over the threshold. And again, it's a dime. But they charge me a dime for every student over this threshold. And I and all of a sudden my bill went up by like 30 bucks. And I'm like, okay, 30 bucks isn't going to kill me. But like, why did my bill go up? And I looked in and I went into their help thing and basically if the person that joins your site has a mother, you are going to pay for them. And I was like, well, that kind of stinks. So I was, I really felt kind of like, look, you told me one thing and now it's another thing. And I was like, and, and in the end, you know, if this gets bigger and bigger and bigger now, granted, you know, in theory, that's because people are buying your courses as well. I just, it was like, mm. and I, you'll hear in a future episode and my my Facebook group really doesn't want to hear this. Eventually, Dave is going to move away from Facebook uh, because I am getting people that sign up. And I go, hey, I noticed you haven't signed up for the Facebook group. That's really one of the coolest things of the School of Podcasting. And I have people going, yeah, I don't do Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, eh. and there's some really, I'm using a, a community called Circle. And it's also not cheap. So it's weird that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm complaining about 30 bucks but I'm going to go over here and use this other thing for 80 bucks a month, you know, but it's going to, in the end, it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. I, I like Podia, but I, I have a friend of mine that's kind of, he's, he's got, he's doing really well with courses and he kind of said, can I give you some, again, give you some constructive feedback. And we sat down and talked and there's some things that I was like, Ooh, hmm. like I might in the future, um, 
start. I did this at the beginning where you do the old, hey, we're opening up on this month. And then all of a sudden, months later, like a school, you close. And that drove me nuts because I uh, I like to help people. So when somebody said, hey, I'm trying to sign up for your course, it's closed. It says it's not opening for another two months. That killed me. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding that people that do that have and, – and my goal is to have people actually launch a podcast. And I'm finding that more people complete whatever course you're is if you have them do it with a bunch of people at the same time. And even though I've got the Facebook group, I've got group coaching, I've got – if they were all in it together, it might – so it's one of those things I'm like, hmm. So uh, – and Craig says, Mighty Networks – has a uh, looks like yep. good. Yep, I've I had a few people done that. Uh, they are aggressive though. They are very aggressive over there at the Mighty Network. Yeah. So just be if you sign up for any of their newsletters or attend any of those kinds of things, you are going to get you're going to get a lot of emails from them in the future unless you you unsubscribe. So just be just <laughs> know what you're getting into with Mighty. I've done that. I've seen the Circle Network uh, a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm actually contemplating Dave. I have a group in Facebook that we just use for threaded conversations and. Discord just added some threaded conversations capabilities. And I, I'm kind of thinking we're going to move to Discord. I mean, no ads. Um, it's, you get all the communication benefit of it, but you're not, you're not the, you know, you're not on Facebook. One of the disadvantages to that is that, um, uh, oh, there aren't any. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, one of the disadvantages is that to it, there's a username and password. A, they have to remember another username and password, right, to get into this. But, um, I, I'm, I think I'm going to try probably here at the end of the year, I'm going to try a pilot group with my, you know, we have, I have a Facebook group of certified coaches, about two or 3000 or something like that. I'm going to try it. I'm going to say, Hey, anyone interested in helping me pilot a group? We'll give it a try, see how it goes. And uh, if we like it, maybe we make a mass migration. I am getting the same feedback you are on Facebook. Like there's just a group of people who are now saying, and I think this is going to get bigger of like, yeah, I've left it. You know, and so does that mean if I go to Discord, the same thing won't happen? Well, it's, it's very possible. You never know, right? Yeah. Circle could do the same thing, even though you're paying for it. The difference with Circle and Mighty Networks is you're paying for those. So you're they're less likely to be, doesn't mean they won't, right. <laughs> less likely to, uh, to do some of the things that Facebook uh, has been doing. And Circle has some really cool stuff where it's like, you can say, do you want them to be able to talk to each other? No. Can they do this? No. Yes, they yeah. can. It's it's super, almost to the point where you're like, there's too many options, but it is kind of cool that you can really customize how you want your community to work. Daniel says, you could have a self-study course always available, but offer a scheduled guided premium. This is one of the things I liked about Teachable, because I was talking to this guy that does this, like, you know, kind of, they do a big push, is you can go in and set your your class to, to drip, meaning give them this one on this week, give them the second thing. So over time they get more content. And if somebody goes, Hey, like I'm in a hurry, you can go into just that one person and go give them everything. I was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I like that tool. So it's, um, and, and here's the thing you have to think about anytime you're doing any kind of decision about anything, there's going to come a time where you're going to pull the trigger. And no matter what you've done, no matter how much you've studied, you're going to find something you go, Oh, I should have, uh, you know, and that's where you got to realize that probably what you have is good enough and, yeah. and you figure out what you want to do and, and go from there. One decision that you will never, ever regret, of course, is being one of our awesome supporters. 
And uh, Jim, you're looking a little thirsty over there. I know. I need a. I need a re. A re pour. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how cool this cup is? I mean, this is where awesome supporters are great. Yeah. I mean, I, even after Dan has done sponsoring, this is the greatest little mug here. That you know, it's one of those insulated ones. It's got a cap on it. I, t- I can take it outside, keep my coffee hot or cold. So awesome, awesome supporters are just that. They yeah. are just awesome. Well, speaking of awesome supporters. If, yeah. you, if you ever wonder, what does Dave use to hold his lavalier microphone? That's right. I got this from Jim over the Dog Podcast Network, yeah. and, and there's the lav mic. It's it's a great if you don't if you're not a coffee drinker, the Dog Podcast Network cup is perfect for holding your lavalier mic. And it's a, cool, a super cool mug. I got one of those too, <laughs> and there, I mean, that is a good cup of coffee or tea or whatever. It's so, a good cup. So, and of course, James over at the Dog Podcast Network is the teacher's pet. So if you have a little hound or a pooch or a uh, whatever you got, small, big, tall, uh, stinky, not stinky, clean, whatever kind of dog you got, he's got a podcast for you. They're short, they're long, they're tall, they're they're funny, they're straight, they're news, everything you need. If you've got a dog, go over to Dog Podcast Network. They even have, I believe they still are running the contest where if you have a, you know, look, if you're a podcaster, you're a storyteller, if you have a story that involves a little doggy, uh, be sure to let James know. He's always looking for those. And I uh, forget who I was talking to. Glenn said he'd had uh, James on the show. So probably something to do with dogs and horses. So uh, thanks, James, over at Dog Podcast Network. We always thank our $20 supporters like Shane over at Tourpreneur.com. So if you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, uh, you got to check this out. Even during this weird COVID time, Shane is one of the few people that actually got uh, through that and just he did it by embracing his community and they one of the things they wanted to hear is like i'm not the only person that's miserable right now and when you hear that you're like okay I, i'm not the only one feeling this um so he's a new patron glenn we miss you buddy hope you're safe he's uh i believe in pennsylvania this week over at horse radio network.com if you got a horse go check him out ed sullivan over at sonic cupcake.com that's uh one of the bostonians we were talking about uh that uh Jim may be seeing later this year, along with uh, Dave over, so. yeah, over at the Cigar Authority. Uh, Felix at the Latin Podcast Awards. If um, it's dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts, they've been around since 2017. So go say hi to Felix over at LatinPodcastAwards.com. Max Trescott, if you're a pilot, he does all sorts of cool aviation news talk. You can find him at you guessed it, AviationNewsTalk.com. Uh, if you are looking for another sort of editor for your podcast, check out KGST Media at KGST Media. It's an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast. Regardless of what you're looking for, they are there to help you. Uh, the Indie Drop-In uh, Network at IndieDropIn.com. If you have a true crime or a comedy or a scary story, you can basically give them your episode and they will put it in front of their audience. It's a cool way to grow your audience over at IndieDropIn.com. Greg over at DebtShepherd.com was on the last episode of the School of Podcasting talking about starting an LLC. Uh, he teaches financial wellness. Find him over at DebtShepherd.com. Kim Kragy at Toastmasters101.net. If you need to develop your voice or reduce your editing time or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net will get you there. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And for more options, if you want to sponsor Jim's mug or just do a one-time donation or buy my book or 
I could insert about another 50 calls to action. Go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So thanks to all of our awesome supporters. We do deeply appreciate that. Dave, can I throw in a programming note here? Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. So you, you mentioned Cigar Authority. I'll be out in Boston. Uh, so I think it's the 18th, September 18th. Let me bring this bring my calendar. You think it, I'd be able to find a calendar? Faster than <laughs> so, uh, so Saturday morning, September 18th, like we did last year, I'll be coming in live from, uh, from the studios. There are two guys cigars with Dave Garofalo. Of course, Dave wrote David versus Goliath uh, mm-hmm. and then how to compete and beat on the online giant hundred proven promotion for brick and mortar retailers. But there's a lot of great ideas like your book. There's a lot of great ideas in there and he's going to come on. We'll, we'll, we'll get some, We'll get some insights from him. He is just the ultimate promoter. I mean, he's a really mm-hmm. good promoter. So we'll be, we'll get him queued up to share some things with us during the during the program. Uh, probably no post show that week because we've got a cut over for Cigar Authority ah. for, for that. But we'll be in the uh, we'll be in the studio September eighteenth, coming in. For hopefully, everything. I'll be able to get on a plane. I'll be able to get to Boston. I'll be able to. Yeah. There's a big hurricane coming through Boston this weekend. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Everybody, stay safe if you're in the if you're if you're in the Boston area. Stay safe. Uh, I think Henry Hurricane Henry's coming in, so be safe. Good old Henry. Yeah. If you're listening on Clubhouse, you can raise your hand. We'll bring you up on stage. If you're watching us live on YouTube, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com/slash/join to uh, jump right into the video. Big Blue says she, he or she bought my book. So thank you for that. You can find nice. that can find that at profitfromyourpodcast.com. I, I think I'm going to bite the the bullet today. Jim, you can you can tell me this because um, it sounds stupid. I've done research on this. My editor, Skyhorse Publishing, uh, when I said, hey, I need to buy some books, sent me a link to a Google form to order books. And I was like, as in like, put my credit card information into a Google form and every spider sense in me went off like, like that is like, no. And I Googled it and I found multiple things. And I I told them, I said, Hey, I'm not comfortable putting my credit card information. I'm sure other people have, but me personally, and here's why I think that blah, blah, blah. uh, And is there any other way? Can you call me? And to make a long story short, I have spent the better part of three weeks trying to get my editor on the phone. They did send me a phone number. It's to the Johnsons, uh, Haley, Steve, and, you know, Mitzi or whoever. And every time I call it, it's like, hey, you've reached the Johnsons, Haley, Steve, and Mitzi. Rough, rough. And they're like, okay. Um, so it's, I'm, I'm, I was talking to somebody about it and they said, look, dude, just use the Google form. Like it's, that's what they're you giving. Should be, you should be fine. Actually. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine. I feel better then because I was just like, it, it's know. pretty secure. That's pretty. You worried about security on that one? Is that what you're, yeah. you're worried about? Yeah, you're. It's. I mean, listen. Nothing as we learned from from team from T-Mobile this week. Nothing is actually That's true. Secure. And what's <laughs> what's fun about that is uh, I heard that on um, oh the newsworthy uh and yeah. and she said it's the fifth time they've been hacked. Oh yeah, and I was like, T-Mobile is the worst. What? Yeah. I know and they they, got, they need to. And they didn't get everything. They just got your name, um, social security number, and your credit card number. And I'm like, what else do you want? 
in some cases you're pinned. Like, I mean, it's bad. Yeah. It is really bad. If you are a T-Mobile customer, you might want to change your password. Yeah. I'm just, so, just saying. Just saying. So we got somebody on Clubhouse. Yeah, I'm going to say we're going to bring uh, – I have – you know, it's weird. I'm out of uh, practice of bringing people up to speed on Clubhouse. You need a Clubhouse jingle. Like, it's yeah. Clubhouse, it's Clubhouse. <laughs> Everybody's on Clubhouse. But, something like that. But he's up on stage now. Tristan, thanks for joining us. Uh, what can we help you with? Hey guys, um, yeah, thanks for the show. <laughs> You're both in a good mood today. It's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I've just been approached by the first um, uh, advertiser um, uh, who wanted to, to sponsor the show, um, and they were asking me whether I wanted to do an ad read or um, whether they would want to do something and send it to me um, as, as a question as they were trying to get into um, sponsorship. Uh, I just wondered whether you had any advice on doing uh, ad reads as that probably sounds a bit more natural and doesn't sound so weird. And then I've got to approve content if they start sending me stuff. So um, yeah, thoughts about doing ad reads. Yeah, there are a couple things. If first of all, when you say, well, give me your bullet points, if it's supposed to be a 30 second spot or 60 second spot or whatever it is, they're going to give you about five minutes worth of material. So be aware of that and say, which of these, okay, you've given me 15 points, which of the five of these now I can cover five in each episode, but I can't do all of these in every spot because otherwise you're going to give away the, the farm. Uh, I'm a big fan of like, I've been doing like pod pages, a sponsor on another show I do. And so I've been trying, and this is where sponsorships at times are kind of a pain in the butt because you're talking, and I'll just use colors, you're talking orange, 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 and then all of a sudden your sponsor is blue. And you're kind of like, mm, how do I squeeze this in this so it's not so jarring? So what I've been doing with PodPage is I've been like, whatever I'm talking about, like the one time we were talking about sponsorship, and Chris mentioned earlier, I said, hey, you know, an easy way to put all your sponsors on one page? That's right, use, use PodPage. So it's, it's kind of interesting trying to get that in there, but I believe... And the goal of this is to create a win-win situation. You want, you know, obviously you want to get paid. The sponsor wants more customers. And I have found that most people appreciate uh, a host red. I know Ray Ortega was uh, uh, something on the left, some sort of political podcast, and he was on tour. And it's people paid a ticket to come watch them live. And they were shouting out, Blue Apron, come on, do Blue Apron. So, Jim, thoughts on uh, reading ads? Yeah, no, I think host red ads get the most engagement. I think there's some numbers around that. I don't have them handy, but I, I think they're better. <clears throat> just be careful, like Dave said, just be careful. You're, you're going to get, it's it's longer than you think. And then practice it. And then, like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't say that enough. Actually do this thing before you do it live for the first time. Practice it like a hundred times. Like, know what you're saying when you get there. There's nothing worse than a host red ad. Unless I'm guilty of this. This is why I'm saying this. There's nothing worse than a host red ad that gets to get there and they don't know what they're saying. And there's a lot of ums and ahs and it doesn't sound confident and some of those kinds of things. So I think you got to make sure you've practiced it. It's smooth. I mean, I would practice it, record it, and send it back to the sponsor and say, is this what you're looking for? Is this okay? And you might go back and forth on that a few times before you even do the ad. I think some podcasters think host red is, oh, yeah, get the money. I read, I, I talk about it. Well, I think it needs a little more work and a little more practice than live to the hard drive the very first time. So 
my recommendation would be practice, kind of practice, practice, practice. That way you keep it to 30. By the way, if they pay for 30 and you go 45 seconds, not the end of the world. In fact, it's right. a little extra value. Like that's kind of a nice way to go. Leo is famous for going two or three minutes. Leo Laporte, two or three minutes on his host red ads. Okay, well, but that's part of his shtick, right? That's part of what works there. So, Dave, that's what I'd say. Yeah, the uh, the other thing that you don't realize is most sponsors want some sort of proof that you did the ad. So that's where you have to go in and say, oh, at the 10-minute mark, that's where Overcast for me comes in really handy because I can share a clip at a certain time point. So I can, I will share, it's weird, I share that link like, hey, at the, four minute mark, blah, blah, blah. And I will send that to myself in Slack, copy that link, and then put it in an email to the, um, the sponsor so that they know that. So is it, is that helpful? No, I think those were really good help. And just as a, a, a tack on point, if you had time, sh- should I read it like live a new time each show, or do you think it's all right to, to, to record it once as live and then just insert that in? Yeah, do you do you hate hearing the same thing over and over? And by that I mean, do you hate hearing the same thing over and over? And really what I'm saying is do you hate hearing the same thing over and over? Yeah, I would I'd read say, it live. I'd say it. Yeah, I'd say it live if you can. It's more dynamic. And then just tweak it a little bit each time. Yeah. So that it's Yeah. You can still say the same things. I mean, I say if you're looking for hosting of any kind, get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. Of course, that's Maple Grove Partners. Head out to maplegrovepartners.com. That's an ad read that I see on Home Gadget Geeks all the time. I change it up so it doesn't sound the same, but the mechanics of it are the same. Does that make sense? I think that's good. And and possibly if I'm in, sometimes in, in like two or three locations when I'm doing stuff, um, it'll probably mean less effort for me, make the audio sound sort of similar. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. You can, it's, it's like memorizing your intro. You can just do it and, and you can do it and you can do it well each time and it sounds good. And so have that thing down. I mean, write it in a way that it's easy to remember so that you can, you have an easy time going through. Dave does this with Mark. Yeah, when we you know when we start the show, he goes through the same points. If you're looking for a graphic artist who can do this, this, and this, then you want to do that, and you're going to get this, this, and that, right? And it's very, very simple. Dave, you do a nice job. Well, the fun part beginning. of that is when we first started, I had those bullet points on like a post-it note. I had a card, and I was trying to make sure. And now I'm like hitting buttons and doing all sorts of buttons because I can just say, "Hey, if you need a," and also Mark will do a. Marketing audit. If you're not sure how your branding is doing, check him out. You know, so I've got all these bullet points in my head. It's just a matter of bringing it up. And then I look down and I kind of go, yeah, I've been talking for 45 seconds. I think we're good. All right. And at that point, I hit the button and off we go to the, you know, so it's like the, the hardest part of that is trying to switch from the one music. Right. So we've got this going on. And what I do behind the scenes is I'm waiting for the beat. One, two, three, four. Oh, that was great. That, you can't get any better than that. That's actually yeah, that two good. buttons. So, um, that was good. Well, and Dave, I do that in post. This is where you and I are different in, in that <laughs> you do it live. I would actually add that music in post. There so for the live show, I would just do the ad and then go into post-production. I'd put the music behind it. Not, one way is not better than the other, right? I mean, I like I like it that you do it live that way, but but you, you can do that either way. And. Just a little pre uh, coming up soon. Dave is going to gush. It's going to be fun. Oh, so just okay. just a little just a little tease coming up. Uh, Tristan, anything else we can help you with? 
no that's great just keep the show going oh well thank you much yes i'm going to gush because we really do need a clubhouse thing uh because one of my favorite people in podcasting is coming to the stage as soon as dave can figure out how to click i'm hitting the 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 button that says hey i have my hand up uh invite to speak there we go couldn't make it anymore uh you have to read his newsletter you have to listen to his podcast if you make me think i am your friend for life ladies and gentlemen coming to the stage the one and only tom webster from edison research wow so that's yeah that's uh that's quite an intro i will not live up to that um how are you tom i'm, I'm out i'm out i'm great i'm out for a walk so uh, forgive the noise that's but I, right. I just wanted to pop on and uh, and give jim a virtual clubhouse high five for what he said about ad reads and i i I, because i one of the things that we've done a lot of at edison is kind of testing different treatments of uh of of advertising post red you know the gecko all of that um and one of the worst testing kinds of ad is the four minute unfocused live host read you think because it's a host read it's gold but it's not (laughs) it's just practice it know what you're going to say and execute it as if you would, you know, as if it's, it's content on your show. So that is all I wanted to say. Thanks for having me up here, but, uh, uh, love the show. Oh, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for joining us. Tom, technically a competitor of mine at Gallup, but that's okay. We we won't, we won't, we'll, we'll fight in the parking lot a little bit later. Look, I know my strengths. All right. (laughs) Tom, great having you on. Thanks. Oh, that's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, if somebody said, what was the big takeaway from podcast movement? I was like, Tom Webster. Now, granted, Tom was one of the few present, but it's it's always good. And he was the guy. He's like, look, uh, recommendability. That should be a new verb on everyone's yeah. mouth because, you know, why why is my podcast not growing um, instead of how do I grow my – somebody asked that earlier in the, the – the, let's find that question. Somebody said, hey, I'm at about X amount of downloads. Here we go. What's, a thousand. what's the best way to increase traffic? I'm about a thousand downloads a week. First of all, don't measure it by week or month. Measure it by episode because that will give you a little better insight. And if your podcast was growing and now it's not, the question is, what do you do differently? And for me, growing a podcast, and it kind of boils down to this, and this sounds simple, that doesn't mean it's easy. But number one, you have to know who is my audience, uh, then uh, I always say, figure out where they are, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, in person would be great. When you can tell me the eye color of your audience, that's the best ever. Uh, Then make friends with them. Do not skip step three. I'll explain why here in a second. And then step four, have a conversation. And in that, bring up your podcast, then tell them about your podcast. If you skip step three and you do not do not make friends, and for everyone who's heard the story a million times, I apologize. But back in the day before Facebook, I found a forum of ex-DJs. So these are people that were on the radio. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is my target audience. And I ran in and I said, hey, I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Forget antennas. I can get you a global audience. Everybody follow me. I'm going to teach you how to podcast. And they went, who is this spamming fool? And I was banned in 20 minutes. So uh, that's why you have to go to where your audience is. And like with uh, when I go on Clubhouse, I don't go on a lot. I go there to listen because that will make better content. And when you get better content, 
and all of a sudden you say, hey, that guy got, you know, $10,000 as a donation to his podcast, somebody might share that because they're going to go, do you believe that? Holy cow. So that's that whole recommend, recommend, if I could just say it, recommend, what is it again, Jim? Recommendation? Nope. Recommend, recommendability, I oh. think was is that wow. it? It's I'm a, not sure that's a word. It's a <laughs> maybe it is recommendable. Recommendable. Maybe that's it. It was something. No, we know. I, yeah, it's fine. We know. What In other mean. words, word of mouth. Because seventy yeah. percent, according to Jacobs Media, seventy percent of people discover podcasts via word of mouth. So I'm still kind of stunned. We got Tom Webster. Yeah, I looked down and I was like, oh, like, and, I was, and then I, it's one of those oh. where you know it's on it's on Clubhouse. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, look, it's somebody who looks like me, a, a guy with a gray beard. And I was like, and I click and I'm like, holy cow, that's Tom Webster. I know. Listen, I'm really appreciative of the work. I, I made a joke about being a competitor there. But uh, in Gallup, we do nothing in the podcasting space. We're not we don't do that kind of media survey stuff. And they do. So it's it's awesome. But I am so appreciative of of Tom and his opinions and as well as the organization and the data we get from them is so great. Like, I mean, it's consistent. It's over time. It's great things to compare to. We get a great opportunity. I think if you're not if you're not staying up to date on some of those numbers, um, uh, uh, you should. I think you should also use some of that research back to our question, come full circle about how do I grow my podcast. I think looking uh, looking at the research and saying, okay, what are the trends in this? How do we? Wh- where are things going? Listen, I'm not a big I'm not a big Instagram fan. I just don't do it. It's just not my gig. I just right. don't. We got a new couple of years ago. We got a um, one of our interns turned full time. Riley is her name. She's fantastic, and she started pushing Instagram <laughs> in our in the stuff that we do at Gallup. And I was like, eh. like <laughs> I don't, you know. Well, it has been gigantic. Like yeah. th- it was a whole segment that because this old guy was like, nah, I don't get off my, you know, get off my Instagram lawn. Um, I, I didn't want to do it. So I think, uh, I think when we're, when we're wanting to grow, we're going to think a little bit differently and we might have to think outside of our own self. Like, yeah, there's things I'm not comfortable doing. And then you kind of be like, well, is that just me or is it, a, is there a good reason behind it? I had no good reason for Instagram. I just didn't like it, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, um, she's turned that into a gold mine for us. We've recently started doing LinkedIn Live uh, videos, which mm. I wasn't resistant to. I just hadn't put all the things together to do it. And she's got us now. I've done three. I've done two. I have a third coming up this week, and then we're going to do regular. I think every other week we're going to be on on uh, LinkedIn Live. And those have gotten you know we've gotten five hundred or six hundred to register for those. We've gotten a couple hundred to watch them. Like you go, okay, that's there's an audience there. This is this is pretty cool. So also. Maybe look outside yourself and say, hey, this is where I think where a media consultant can help. But it can just be a partner, a friend, uh, uh, a board of directors, your own supporters. Where else should I be right in that? What else could I be doing? So I think there's some good opportunities to look beyond what, what we do ourselves. Yeah, the um, the word that I was trying to come up with is recommend, uh, recommendability. Recommendability. Yeah. Uh, check out Tom's website, tomwebster.media.com. He's got a, I'll put a link in the show notes to his uh, blog post about that. Here's the other thing. I was listening to Podland this week with James and Seth. No, Sam. And uh, they were talking about if, if Apple does, you know, Apple's launching basically what is a VPN. And then there are people like the garage gym 
Mark in the uh, chat room that are big fans of VPN. And if we can't find the IP address for your podcast, we're going to have to figure out either a, another tracking mechanism. Tracking is a weird word because that triggers people, but like, how are we going to be able to tell how many downloads we got? And I was like, that would be interesting. Cause if you didn't know how many people were listening, would you still podcast? And I was like, Hmm, boy, there's a fun I, question. I don't know how many people listen to Home Gadget Geeks. I, I, I haven't checked the numbers in months. I literally don't know. So, yeah, I, 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 don't know. I don't know how many people listen to this show. I just, yeah. I just, here's, here's the thing. How are we doing on time? Good. Five minutes. I am in the middle right now of starting a podcast that in theory will have a shelf life, I hope, of about two months. The goal of the podcast is to do a round table with people around this whole Bitcoin thing with podcasting. And I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I understand enough. I understand it's, you know, we, we give it value. I know the bait. I, I know what it is, but when people go, Oh, it's, you have a node, just do the thing and add, go to the GitHub. And I'm like, I'm, you, I have no idea what you just said. And so I just put it out. I'm like, Hey, here it is. It's called leading the bleeding. Because it's the bleeding edge, which is a horrible name. There's Bitcoin is not in the name. Crypto is not in the name. It's a horrible name. If I do my my test and I go, hey, I'm doing a show called Leading the Bleeding. What do you think it's about? Somebody's going to go, I don't know, diseases or something. Or I don't like it's not obvious. But here's the thing. I have no aspirations of money. I have no aspiration. I was like, I just want to f- I, I have a I have a problem. I don't understand this. I see the power of it. I fire up my app and I see I got, you know, $58 in Satoshis uh, in, on my phone. And I don't know how I understand how it got there, but I want other people to do that. Because to me, nothing against sponsors. I love Mark, but wouldn't it be cool? Because if you think about it, let's say I just said something really, really outrageous. And, you know, I start dropping whatever slurs, right? People could go to Mark and go, how can you sponsor that that monster Dave Jackson. Okay. But if, if you can pay me directly and if I give value, you give value, the more you listen, the more I make, I was like, Ooh, I like that model. I mean, it's the musician in me. I I remember the days when we're like, man, how are we going to get our music into Best Buy? How are we going to get our music on the radio? And when podcasting or when the internet came along, we're like, Oh, we flattened the learning curve. We, we now have the ability to contact the entire world. So, um, you know, so half the, as much as I talk to people, I'm like, know who your audience is, you know, figure out what they want, give it to them, make it easy to share, you know, recommendability, all that stuff. There are times when you're like, oh, I don't care. I'm just having fun with my friends. And the, the group that's going to appreciate this show already has their own social network at podcastindex.social. So if I get 50 people listening to this, I don't really care how many people listen I just want to understand all this weird crypto coding crap. So that's the freedom of just doing a podcast for the heck of it. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't ask me. I don't know anything about crypto. So. <laughs> well, you know, a little, you know, you definitely know more than I, you're the guy that got me into Coinbase. I know. I know. Yeah, no, I know a little bit there. I, I, there's some interesting, I, I mean, um, there's some interesting offerings going on out there from what's going on inside the brave browser. You know, you, you, you can actually kind of, sponsor and use crypto with the brave browser to 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 both uh sponsor sites ad free as well as as get is get crypto um there's you know the ability in some of the players to be able to do that and so there's a lot of you know there's 
there's a lot of complexity behind it, but there's also a lot of simplicity in it. So you, you've 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 piqued my interest, Dave. I'm 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 I may follow you on this journey a little bit to see what you guys uh, come up with. Well, there's a great app, and I realize Clubhouse is going in the background here, but when I open it up. As I look at my clock, I realize we got a couple minutes here, but I open it up and it shows me a couple clips of like, hey, here's here's some fun thing. I don't know how that's curated, uh, but when I go to podcasts, ah, oh, crap, I've listened to all my own, but I have a couple shows there that are, you know, um, crypto. I don't know what the right word here is. Podcasting 2.0 enabled. And when I yeah. listen to their episode, I can go in and say, yeah, I've deleted all my episodes. I'm done. Uh, but I can go in and say, for every minute I listen, give them 20 Satoshis. Now, Satoshi is one one millionth of a Satoshi. And if you go into Google and say, hey, Google, uh, how much is one Satoshi? It's not much. But no, it's almost it, nothing. Yeah. It's statistically almost yeah. nothing. But it's I, I cannot tell you the weirdness it feels. It's a different feeling now when I listen because I'm giving back as they're giving me content. It's a, it's a, It turns podcasting into a whole it's it's a just a little icing on the cake. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm. I, it's cool that I'm listening to your stuff because I'm giving you one, you know, tenth of a hundredth percent of a penny. Yeah. <laughs> well, and crypto's more than coins, right? Crypto's right. more than value. There's a blockchain behind it, and there's some interesting things being done and built on top of the blockchains that are kind of interesting to talk about too. I mean, it's it has a data component. The 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 you know, crypto is not built necessarily to be a value proposition it was kind of it, it was right built from a blockchain perspective and you needed a way to incent people to do the work necessary to encrypt the blockchain that was the whole idea behind this thing um uh but it's got it's, it's certainly taken off and there's some there's some great i'm i'm dave as we head on the way out here i'm looking forward to uh to following you a little bit on this this sounds this sounds pretty interesting yeah it's um it, and it's funny because when I was at Podcast Movement, I got to meet Dave Jones, and I said, hey, I'm not sure how to boost. And boost is when you can listen to somebody. If you like, you can go into your phone and go, hey, give them, you know, it's, it's like a bonus. It's like a tip. And, um, oh, that's the wrong word. Adam Curry, for whatever reason, hates the word tip. I don't know why. It's, it's a trigger for him. So I didn't say that. Adam, if you hear this, I'm sorry. But you give them a, a, an added amount of, of money. And I said, Dave, how do you do that? He's like, oh, it's easy. Just open up your tab to that. Good, good. Well, click, click, boom, boom, there it is. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of, I just, I appreciate that. I just want to slow it down and go, what he said was go into the strike app, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, I just want to make it make sense because I think people can, uh, you know, I want to get this show on, on, you know, all set up. And that's some of the questions I, I want to get uh, figured out. Like, can I have, more than one show because you have this weird wallet thing and all sorts of things like that. So, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? We, episode 501, we are past 500. My daughter, Sammy, joins us. We talked a little bit about, do we need a robot vacuum cleaner at the house? <laughs> and she opens a new Etsy store. So if you, I'll be posting that a little bit later on at TheAverageGuy.tv. Nice. On the School of Podcasting, I got a couple different ways I can go. I've got an interview of somebody who had 4,000 people in a Facebook group and shut it down and moved it to something that's not Facebook. Uh, I've got that. I'm still working on the how do I, what's the best way to figure out what media host I am working or should I get kind of thing. That's going to be a fun episode when I finally figure out how to get that out of my, my head. That will be fun. 
Uh, and uh, we might be talking about the stuff I just talked about, starting a podcast just for fun. But uh, stick around. we got more post-show coming right up. <laughs> 